A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Strawberry ice cream in Malibu. <laughs> I used to do that when I was with you. And you're like, oh my God, strawberry ice cream in Malibu. What did this man do to Olivia Rodrigo? Is he eating ice cream with another woman? I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Every week we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome Glamgelinos. We Ooh. hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Hi. Can we talk about somebody that I am super passionate about? And I think that this person is just going to be a global superstar. Yes. Olivia Rodrigo. Let's have the discussion. Obsessed. Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, I well one obsessed. I think she's so cute. Um, Obviously, in support of her being she's half Filipino. Yeah. So like. If Zoe can grow up to be as cute and talented as Olivia Rodrigo, please, by all means. I also like that she was on Disney's High School Musical 2.0 or whatever it is, kind of being like Vanessa Hudgens is like stepping into her shoes. I appreciate that because we all know our feelings on Vanessa Hudgens. And so I am like so team Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. What's her character's name? Vanessa was Gabriella. Gabriella, yeah. Okay, continue though. Your love letter to Olivia Rodrigo. Yes, we stan Olivia Rodrigo in this household. Patrick Muldowney has been streaming sour all day. I'm just here to tell you, Olivia, we will accept you as our child. We can't wait till you partner with whatever major beauty brand and then we have you on as a guest. Correct. This girl is... Chef's Kiss, she did the cutest Vogue doing my makeup video, which I want to break down every single product that she used because it was A, sponsored by Glossier, which was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Glossier does spawn really well, meaning the whole thing wasn't just Glossier everywhere. It was like she talked about The Ordinary and like a few other brands. Yes, it felt very real and like authentic and so smart. So smart. We tip our hat to Glossier for that. And they like snuck in that new product launch. Yes, they did. And so anyways, she's adorable. I think Sour is a great album. Curious to see like what else she can do as a songwriter because I think she's super, super talented. But it like this album, I think showcases her age so well because it's it's so angsty, it's so Gen Z, mm-hmm. but also it's like, I'm heartbroken. This one boy, he broke my heart and he sucks. And yes, he broke my heart. And guess what? I drive past his house mm-hmm. when he was supposed to be with me. I talked to Patrick about this lyric. You know, in driver's license, it's like, now I drive alone past your street or whatever. Yeah. Did you do this? Did you not? <laughs> no, I did. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, 
okay, we have to have a discussion because this is like the rite of passage for a teenage girl that gets her driver's license. There were times where I was so heartbroken by my high school boyfriend who was two years older than me. I remember when he would come home from college and we weren't together. I would just be like, okay, I'm going to go like to CVS or whatever. And then I would go to the CVS closer to his house just Mm -hmm. so I could drive through his neighborhood to see if his truck was there and if he was outside. And then when I did see his truck, my heart sank into my stomach and I was like, I wonder if he's inside with like another girl or like texting somebody else and all the emotions. And Patrick, we were watching SNL because she was on it and she killed it. And he's like, oh, I really like this girl. She's really cool. And I love that good for you song. It's like very pop punk. But he was like, the thing that kind of just is unsettling for me a little bit is that lyric. She loses me at I drive alone past your street. Well, that's because you are not a teenage girl who has been heartbroken before. Exactly. Sir, do you think you're the demographic here? No. Literally every young woman knows if it wasn't driving past his house, it was stalking him on the internet or like seeing if his away message mentioned something. Or sending a friend to do the work for you and drive past the house. Hey, can you, when you're going, if you live close, can you just do a little see what's going on? Yep. Texting his best friend. Yes. Just, you know, to see what was up. We had our ways. We all did it. Anyways, I think Olivia Rodrigo is only going to become a bigger star. I'm going to say something a little controversial, which is Deja Vu is better than Driver's License. Her song Deja Vu. Chef's kiss. So good. I have not listened to that. I need to listen to it. Sarah, there's this part where she's like, I don't know the anatomy of a song, so I can't remember if it's like the bridge or like the pre-chorus or something, but she's like, strawberry ice cream in Malibu. (laughs) I used to do that when I was with you. And you're like, oh my God, strawberry ice cream in Malibu. What did this man do to Olivia Rodrigo? Is he eating ice cream with another woman? So two things, both my nieces, actually, I should say all my nieces, Matt's nieces, his sister's daughters are also obsessed with Olivia Rodrigo. So is my niece, Kenzie, who is 10. Adorable. Now I think she's 10. So Kenzie filled me in on like the backstory of driver's license. And like, we can like identify who broke one broke her heart and then two, this blonde woman. Yes. Sabrina Carpenter. Yes. Which makes things so juicy. I love that. And I need to send you the video of Matt's nieces who are nine and four. Driver's License is their favorite song to sing and perform. They like sang and performed it for Matt and me recently. And to hear little Sawyer, who is four years old, they don't say the curse word. They pause, obviously. But like so much emotion and angst. Olivia Rodrigo is bringing everyone together through her pop punk teenage angst. And I love it. I love it so much. And I love that you brought up that she curses because... Other Disney stars could never. Could you imagine Miley cursing in a song? Like she would have been dropped like a hot potato. I love, love, love that she's just kind of breaking that Disney mold and it doesn't involve like appropriating another culture or something. Totally. It just feels so age appropriate. And I definitely have feelings about pop punk style coming back. Uh, It's going to take me a while to embrace because I kind of had hoped that we like left that behind. Don't tell Patrick Muldowney that. 
I know, I know, I know. And I know that there's a lot of people who are big fans of Avril and, you know, are excited to bring that whole look back too. It's going to take a little bit of time, but I'll be on board. Oh my God. So you aren't going to emo night with us anytime in the future then? <laughs> I mean, I fully felt like and identified as emo in high school, but it's a look I don't think that I should ever bring back. It wasn't a phase, mom. <laughs> Straightening my already straight hair. <laughs> so it's just like shards of glass essentially just coming down. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. So it's like so straight. The tank tops were like super long with my, my plaid skirt. Yes. Love to see it. We love to see it. Okay. Enough about Olivia Rodrigo, although we welcome any and all Olivia Rodrigo comments and uh, support. It's time to talk a little bit about what's on your face, Sarah Tan. What's on your face? And this is a good one. I'm really excited about this. Yes. Okay. So as you all know, I am a brace face now. I've got braces. And a little update. I sound a lot better. Do I not? Yes. I've like gotten more comfortable with these lingual braces, the ones that are, you know, inside my teeth behind my teeth, I should say, it was correct. It was going to take me two to three weeks to get used to having them in my mouth. My lisp has sort of gone away. I feel like I do sound a lot better, thank God. And I totally have noticed my teeth are already straightening. And what's weird too is like, I feel it. Like I feel my teeth shift. Oh, weird. You know, it's like you bite into something and your teeth, like you feel like you broke your tooth. It's kind of like that, but then it's actually just making space. So it's so strange, but my teeth are already straighter. That's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. I am going back in to get the top ones in a couple weeks. So that's going to be a whole thing again. I feel like it'll be easier because they're on the top versus the bottom. And like the bottom ones, my like tongue hits it, you know, more. But who knows? I'll probably have a lisp again for a little bit. Just FYI to everyone. That all being said... I had to get a water flosser, which was something that the orthodontist and team Embrace, they were like, okay, now they have braces, you know, I've never had braces before. They're like, you're going to want to get a water flosser because it's going to help, you know, obviously things are going to get stuck in there. Mm. So First Oral Care sent me a water flosser and it has changed my life. I can't believe I have lived all 34 years of my life without a water flosser. It doesn't replace flossing, okay. but it definitely helps. Do you have a water flosser, Kirby? No, I don't. I floss the regular way. Yeah. No, it's good. Like, it shouldn't be a replacement, but it definitely makes flossing every day easier. It's also great for, like, throughout the day, like, if you feel like you need to refresh your mouth or, like, just sometimes, you know, like, your, your mouth feels dry or, you know, there's things stuck back there that you didn't think about and you don't have time to properly floss, all you have to do is take this little water uh, flosser. So it has like a little fine tip and you fill the little handheld device with water like you would, you know, any sort of, <laughs> all I can think about is um, Zoe's uh, baby formula maker. Um, it has just like a little water reservoir and then you fill it up with water. You press the button and it sprays water super powerfully through this fine, fine tip. And you sort of just take it through the indentations of your teeth and it just 
forces out anything that is stuck. Your lunch, anything that you ate, obviously, but then anything that maybe you didn't quite get while you were flossing. And it takes literally like, I think it's like 30 seconds. And my mouth has never felt cleaner. Wow. Like it just feels so nice and clean. And I feel like it also helps whiten your teeth like in between meals. It's almost like it's power washing like the uh, surface of your teeth. So I love it. It's $70 and it's rechargeable. I don't think you should treat it as a replacement for flossing. I don't think anything can really get into like those deep, deep indentations the way that like floss can, but I think it is a great complement to your flossing routine. And then also, I don't know, I know some people who are really good about like brushing their teeth after they eat lunch or uh, we're like always on Zoom. And so we want to like make sure that we have nothing in our teeth before like our next meeting. This is like a really quick and easy way to just squirt this water powerfully around your mouth, makes it feel clean again. And of course, like make sure you don't have anything stuck in your teeth because that is literally the worst thing ever. Okay. I really want this. I, I need a water flosser. I'm obsessed with brushing my teeth there was this debate, do you brush your teeth first thing in the morning before your coffee or after? Ooh, what team are you on? I'm team before. I'm team before too. Because it grosses me out. Like I, I wear a mouth guard at night, you know? And yeah. when I take that out, my mouth just feels like bleh. It just feels yeah gross. So I can't imagine going and then drinking a coffee and like feeling all the gross I don't know. So I brush before. I also feel like if you don't do it right first thing in the morning, you're more likely to forget to do it after you have your cup of coffee. Totally. You get busy and you're doing other things. I brush my teeth three times a day. The The midday brushing is just a nuisance. Like I hate doing it, but I want my teeth to feel clean. So if this is something that I can do to make my teeth feel clean without having to like do a full on brush session... I'm all about it. And I'm sure that it's probably a lifesaver for you because of your braces. Yes. Like I want one that is portable so that, you know, when um, we're like out and about again, I can just like throw it in my purse. I probably can. I mean, it's not that big. I should say too, it comes with different tips. There's like the classic tip, which like would be great for you because you don't have braces or anything. Then it has a perio tip, which is if you have sensitive gums, and it's just like a little bit softer. And then it has the ortho one, which is great for people who have braces. We're going to have to get you one. It's super cute. It's from Burst and it's $70. And you can just get it on BurstOralCare.com. Yeah. And I have the rose gold one. Oh, fresh. I'm looking at the black one right now. Hold on. Let's see. The black one's very chic. Oh, the rose gold one is cute. It would match my brooch. I was going to say, that's why I have it. Because I have the pink brooch one. Let's move on to news and trends. Okay, we have a, another trend we want to talk about. And this is timely because Sarah mentioned this two wives ago. Remember when she was talking about that Chanel, Coco Bloom, Balm, Gloss, Lipstick Hybrid? Well, I don't know if she just spoke this trend into existence but after she mentioned this I literally have only seen this type of lip product be launched glosses no lipsticks no liquid lips no lip liners no 
This new trend, and it's not even a trend. These have been around. I'm just seeing them in abundance. Are these lip balms that pack a punch in color or they just have a subtle tint? We're calling this trend lived in lip. I love it. It's your lip, but better, you know? (laughs) It's also like all of these products are a hybrid of our favorite things about, you know, our favorite lip products. So it's hydrating like a lip balm. Um, You know, it gives us a nice healthy sheen like a gloss, but it's not too sticky. And then it is very pigmented like a lipstick without looking too dramatic. Like it's a lived in look like we just ate you know some berries sucked on a lollipop or a popsicle and it's just like this beautiful like blotted lip yes a flushed lip but then some of these products do like the red they have reds and they have these deeper shades that are can be a little bit more dramatic but I think the main takeaway from these types of products are like They are super comfortable to wear. I feel like this was very much the cosmetic industry's answer to, we don't know how long people are going to be having to wear a face mask, but they're probably not going to want to worry about being super precise and applying a lipstick underneath if they get to take their, you know, mask off at some point. So let's make a product that helps with dryness, but also gives them a little bit of color and they can apply without having to look in a mirror. I am obsessed with a few options. For me personally, the first brand that I think kind of started this trend, in my opinion, this year was Persona Cosmetics, Sonia Gasparian's. Oh, yeah. I have one of those around. The E-Balm is so good. I don't think we've ever talked about Persona on the podcast before, but if you... We have. Oh, we have? When? Because she makes one of my favorite eyeshadow palettes. It's like the bre- it's like the made specifically for people who have brown eyes. Okay, yes, I do remember this now. So this is our second shout out to Persona, but the e balms are awesome. It comes in three shades, but with a lot of these launches, they're not. I mean, I know that Coco Co- Co- Chanel. I know that Chanel has a like eighteen or twenty shades, but for most of these, it's between like three and five shades. My favorite shade of Persona E-Balm, which you can pick up at Ulta, by the way, is Meditate. It's a sheer warm nude and it just goes on like butter and your lips just feel so cushiony. And then it has this really pretty color that's not not super opaque, but it kind of just evens out for me my the tone of my lips. Like it looks like my actual lip color. That's so funny because that is my favorite shade too. Meditate. Exactly. And there are so many other brands that have gotten into this. NARS launched the Soft Matte Tinted Lip Balm and it smells like vanilla. And these are actually a little bit more matte and not as buttery. So if you're wanting something that's not as slippery, take a look at the NARS option. I personally love shade Intimate, which... NARS always has those sexual names. I know. It's like too much. I like get uncomfortable. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to like put on orgasm today or like what's next? Vibrator? I don't know. We're such prudes. We're such prudes over here. But then there's also our girl, Michelle Fawn, M Cosmetics. We mentioned this in the interview with her. Her lip cushion tinted lip luminizer. I actually think 
that this is the perfect name for this type of product, a lip cushion. And it's a tinted luminizer for the lip area. That's perfect. So my shade, preferred shade is um, Venetian Rose, but she said that she loves the shade on gel. So there's that. You have your Coco. Why do I keep calling it Coco? Your Chanel. (laughs) Yes, the Chanel one is my go-to right now. I am trying out a new uh, tinted lip balm that is very much in this family. It's embargoed, so I can't say what it is, but I'll show Kirby. It's one of our favorite brands, and this new tinted lip balm that they're making is so good. It is like so pigmented, so hydrating, and like I love all of the colors that they offer. So we'll talk about that more when they, when it actually comes out. Byredo is also making a beautiful tinted lip balm. There's also like tinted lip oils if you want more of that gloss. Um, Merit has one. This just also feels right for the season, right? Like spring, summer. Like we just can't bother ourselves with anything too drying or like you said, precise. Yes, Kirby just sent me this Instagram video of Think Home Makeup applying the MAC uh, Gloss Bomb Lipstick. The Glow Play Lip Balm, I should say. Yeah, Glow Play Lip Balm. I'm obsessed with this. First of all, MAC Cosmetics Instagram game is incredible lately. They're really leaning back into the artistry of it all, and they're, they're focusing more on what they do really great, which is trends. So... This Glow Play lip balm, we're going to post, we should just post this video on our Instagram. I mean, it sold me immediately. I was like, add to cart. I want to try that one from MAC. I know Glossier just launched their Ultra Lip, which honestly, I feel like it really just depends on what brand and what budget you want, because these are all very similar. It's not like, for me personally, I don't think that there is like a big point of differentiation. Like they all feel good and they all look good. I actually went to Sephora this week and I bought the Gucci um, Rouge de Butte Brilliant. They consider it a lipstick, but it's so tiny, but it's perfect for your purse. And it definitely has like that butter. It Like the bullet doesn't hold its shape. So that's how I think you kind of know when it's more of like this lip balm cushion type thing, because totally if it's harder, it's probably more matte or it's more of like a legit lipstick. So, so many options. We're going to post all of them on our website under the post for this particular episode. So if you're curious and want to check these out, there's so many different price points and so many different options to choose from. But be on the lookout for that. You're probably only going to see more and more of these come out this year. Okay, we don't have that much like we have no celebrity launches this week, which I find very strange. I'm sure that next week we'll come back with like five. Um, so just some other exciting beauty news that's happening, though. I think everyone is aware of CVS's Beauty Mark uh, initiative, which they launched in 2018, which basically made this commitment to being really transparent about the imagery that they used in the beauty aisles. So if an image was, you know, edited or altered in any way or photoshopped, they had a note that said this photo has been altered. But since then, they've really tried to use photos 
that are totally unedited and then made a note to make sure that all the customers know, knew that these were real photos. This is how real customers, real skin looks, um, you know, normalizing skin of any kind. And so they've continued to further that, you know, initiative. And now uh, not only the imagery that they're making, you know, um, at CVS is unedited, it's also the partners that they're working with, like Olay and Flower Beauty and CoverGirl are also uh, committing to not altering their photos um, that are being used at CVS online in marketing um, assets and in in in-store campaigns, which I feel like is just a long time coming. And I think it's great also too, because CVS is obviously such a mass retailer and it's, it's like, uh, a place of discovery for beauty for so many people, young people. It's like, I'm sure Kirby, you remember going into CVS with your mom, you know, shopping in like the wet and wild section. And so like, we're also impressionable at that age and to be able to shop in the aisles and know that like the photos that you see are, you know, real depictions of what people actually look like. I feel like that's where we should be headed. And I feel like everyone should be taking note. Totally. I think obviously young people are impressionable, but I'm impressionable and I'm definitely not a, considered a young person. I mean, half the time I'm looking on the internet at images of beauty products or skincare products and I'm thinking to myself, I'm old. I must be old. Why, why does this person not have pores? Why does this person not have lines when they're in their 40s? Why does this person not have under eye hollows? Like, I think that the damage that's being done with some of these filters and like not being transparent about it is just, it's going to get bad. It's so damaging. Yeah. And also like the celebrities who will not admit that they are, you know, getting work done or, you know, posting these photos of themselves that are super photoshopped and, and, uh, filtered. It's yeah. It's like doing more damage than I think that they realize, which is really unfortunate. And one thing that I think that is important about the Beauty Mark initiative is, you know, if CVS is telling Flower Beauty and Olay and brands like CoverGirl, hey, listen, we're not if if you do send us altered images, like we are going to disclose that, then these brands are probably thinking, okay, why would we have a completely separate photo shoot just for CVS? They're more likely to use these images across all of their other retail partners. Right. So then I think that just kind of holds everybody accountable, whether you're buying at CVS or Target or Walmart or Walgreens, you're seeing the same images you're seeing. Like I'm looking at this picture on Refinery of, of Drew's face and it's like Drew's in her 40s. Right. Like she has lines around her eyes. She has some texture around her chin area that like literally everybody has when you smile. But it's like almost jarring in a way because you're so used to not seeing that in an image. So you're like, oh, wait, I have that. And Drew Barrymore has that. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's a human being. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's really refreshing. So I, I applaud CVS for actually like keeping up with this because I remember when they announced it and I was like, OK, we'll see how many brands live up to that. And um, they did a great job. Yeah, yeah. And I want to add some statistics that they also found. Um, th this was 
a survey that they took over the last year or so, um, you know, all of us living in a COVID world, uh, living in a world where we're communicating mostly through Zoom and looking at ourselves um, more than we'd like uh, through the camera. So they found that 80% of those who spend at least one hour looking at our own image daily, which we do all the time, are inspired when they see unaltered images of models online, which great. 34% are less confident in their appearance than one year ago before COVID, which is really sad. And 56% would rather give up something they love for a week than post a photo they don't feel confident about online. You're just like, wow. Cause like I completely feel that in an episode that we recorded with Mariana, where you're talking about how you're gun shy to post something. I feel that way so deeply. It's like, what is wrong with me? I am a grown ass woman. Why do I feel like so insecure about posting a photo of myself on my Instagram page? Yeah, totally. And I mean, I am also a grown woman and this is like a part of my job now. And today I honestly turned over like a new leaf and was like, F it. I'm just going to post whatever I want, whenever I want. I'm not going to worry about... If somebody doesn't like the way I look, I'm not going to worry about if it's like not the time the algorithm thinks I should be posting. I don't care if I don't get, you know, a thousand likes on it or whatever. I'm just going to post stuff that I want to post. And I hope more people just start doing the same. But I know that especially when you work in social media and content creation, it's like extremely draining. So I also think it's really interested that like interesting that 56% of just people feel the same way. Yeah, it's crazy. And they also found 45% of those who spend time on video calls weekly use filters to alter their appearance. I totally use that on Zoom. Yeah, Zoom has the touch up your appearance, which honestly, I feel like that option should be what Instagram uses because the Instagram filters are like out of control. They make you look like a different person. But at least with Zoom, you still look like yourself. You just like don't look like you're super tired. <laughs> it's like Botox. <laughs> it's like the Tatcha uh, powder that they released. It sort of just like blurs. makes you look, yes, it blurs it just enough. It still looks like you. Can these filters stop changing the shape of my nose? Like I didn't ask for a nose job. Can these filters stop making my eyebrows go all the way up to my hairline? Like what the fuck, man? Like I don't look like Bella Hadid. Yes, and it's so jarring when you accidentally like swipe away from it and then you're like, oh, like what happened? What happened? Instagram filters are the reason why at 34 years old, I feel like I am an old haggard geriatric curmudgeon like truly we need to talk about this we need to get a psychologist on the podcast because and I'm, I'm working on this everybody but when I look at myself in the mirror most of the time I'm like why do I look like this and it's so curvy it sucks like I don't want to feel this way but I do so now you're making me cry <laughs> saying this for like sympathy I just I think a lot of people feel this way because we're constantly like dealing with seeing these images of people being altered. I don't know. And I know that lighting goes a long way and all this stuff, but we love you and you are so beautiful. We should have to pay to see your face. <laughs> Anyways, not me crying about the internet. Wow, this is embarrassing. Okay, everybody. No, it's not embarrassing. It's how we all feel. And whether you have, you know, 100,000 followers or you have 10 
or you have, you know, 20, it doesn't even matter. We all are, you know, falling victim to feeling this way because of, honestly, because of the beauty industry. And Kirby and I are trying to change that through the work that we're doing, and we hope that we're making a difference. But we also, you know, we're just like you too. We hate the way that we look on our phones. Damn it, we're gonna cry until shit changes. Okay, okay, can we please move on because this is insane. Okay, so this is interesting news. Facebook debuted live shopping Fridays featuring beauty, fashion, and skincare. There was an article that came out that I was laughing about. It was like, Facebook thinks it invented QVC. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. So essentially, that's what this is. Facebook is bringing live shopping in-app to your phones or computer screens, and you're going to be able to shop some of your favorite fashion, beauty, and skincare brands like right then. So instead of like if Sarah and I did a live on Facebook and we were talking about it and then we had to like post a link and it took you to this like third-party retailer and you'd have to go through the checkout process that way... They're now going, okay, you can watch this live with, I think Dermalogica is one of the brands, and mm -hmm. you can purchase right then and there. You're not going to have to leave Facebook. You're just going to be able to check out. And this is something that's been a long time coming because this type of content is huge in China. China makes billions of dollars from this live streaming content. And I know this because a lot of investment firms and companies like QC, not QC, VC firms have been investing just tons and tons and tons of money on live shopping apps for the United States. There's an app called Talk Shop Live, which is really popular. It started off with just books and, and people like Oprah and Dolly Parton have done content there. They're opening it up to fashion and beauty. I know Amazon does like Amazon Live from time to time. So mm -hmm. this type of content is only going to become more and more prevalent. And if it's happening on Facebook, I'm sure they're going to figure out a way to amplify this to Instagram. Yeah. And I wonder too, like, I'm sure that the founders of Newness had every intention to launch some sort of live shopping element to the platform. So I think we are going to be seeing lots more of this and I think you should host a show. When I was at Pop Sugar, we used to do this type of content for brands like Ulta. Yes. Like we would do these things like once a quarter where Ulta would come in and say, okay, our theme is like spring hair. And then we would bring an expert and have a couple models. And I would kind of be like, okay, what are the products? What are we doing? And then we would push everybody to Ulta.com to buy them. But now I think brands, and I know Sephora is a part of this early rollout. I think that it's just <laughs> more money is going to be made. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, Five years ago, if you asked me how I shopped, you know, primarily, it was, I was like, oh, I, ne I would never buy anything on my phone. I don't like the shopping experience that way. But now I've bought so many things directly through Instagram because it's so easy. Oh, totally. And like everything linked to like my Apple Pay, it's too convenient. You're so right. Five years ago, I'd be like, this is not how I, I shop. But now, and you know, China really leads the way on things like this. It's only going to get more and more popular, but brands like Abercrombie & Fitch, Bobbi Brown, Clinique, Sephora, Dermalogica, Alleyoop, and Zox are all going to be doing this live shopping medium. 
I think Alleyoop is such an interesting brand to have. Thousand percent would, was just going to say that. Because it's, it's relatively new. And they had a rebrand. They were something else before they were Alleyoop. I can't remember what they were. So their live, it just happened. It happened on May 21st, Friday, and it was the founder of Alleyoop and a celebrity makeup artist, Chloe Majapur. It was at like 12.50 p.m. And they just talked about makeup tricks um, along with obviously Alleyoop products. Yeah, and it's one of those things. I know for Talk Shop Live, which is another platform that does this, it lives forever. So like once the live's done, people can go and rewatch it and still buy. So there is this extension of how long you can shop. Because what I had been told was you used to have to like tune into the live to be able to like purchase. And there wasn't a lot like if you missed it, you missed it. But now it's like, okay, there's longevity here. So you may not make money with your brand right out the gate. But as more people watch it over time, you'll continue to see revenue. So check it out your favorite brands may be doing this live shopping situation moving forward. I'm looking at the alley-oop live that they just did. And basically what it looks like is it's like a live, like an Instagram live or any live on any platform. And then on the right, you can easily see and shop the products that they are featuring in the live. I kind of was like confused as to how this was going to look. For some reason, I was imagining products floating <laughs> hearts and icons and you can like click on it and shop, but it's really just, it, this makes sense now that I'm seeing this. Um, and then you can click on the product and then you can shop directly from the Facebook site. This is really smart. I mean, it is the future. I honestly think like right now it's very UGC, like user generated content. Somebody's literally just holding a phone and doing it, but I think brands are going to start to want to like build this out and make it look more prestige and and more produced and make it feel like an actual like QVC type television show. And there's only going to be more um, opportunities for brands to like get their name out there. So I think if you're a brand or you know of a brand and you work with a brand, this is something to start looking into for sure. Because what's going to happen? They're starting off with this handful of brands, but then they're going to start going to other pages on Facebook and saying, hey, do you want this opportunity? Okay, you have to commit to doing this many for this long. It'll be interesting to see, well, one, if people are actually going to be shopping this way. I want to know if you guys are interested and if this is something that you think you see yourself doing. And two, if the influencers that we know and follow today, beauty influencers, are going to be making the transition into being these tastemakers. I think it's actually a very different thing. There has to be a trust there. So it really is not going to be the generic influencers that we're used to seeing. I think they're going to have to be people that have expertise, but also personality and they know how to talk live for that long because it's hard. I was just going to say it's, it's such a specific job. Well, I'm sure that some brands will try and then we'll see that it's not the same. Yeah. Whereas like someone like you who has experience in, in this and know like you've even done like the QVC training Yes. It's like a very, very specific 
task. I agree with you. There are going to be some influencers that will move into that space and it's going to be like the next iteration of their career, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Maybe you'll see Sarah and I uh, doing a doing a live for Ulta or something. Let's do it. Guess what? It's time for Data Girl. Data Girl. Mm-hmm. Ew, oh, I'm scared. We haven't done Data Girl in a while, but I figured this is just a fun little segment. I love data. I love data. We love data. So today's data is all about the top 10 beauty brands of Q1 according to Tribe Dynamics. Tribe Dynamics measures influence. Q1, for those that may not be familiar, January through March 31st, 2021. Okay. Sarah, I have a list of clues for you. But do you want to kick things off by sharing some guesses as to who you think is in the top 10? Um, Glow Recipe. Ah. Tatcha? Ah. Okay. Are we leaning more towards skincare or, or actual color cosmetics? Color cosmetics. It says beauty brands, but I think the reason why they said beauty brands is because this wasn't just for the United States. They did a global beauty report featuring a bunch of other countries, which I'm going to just ask you who you think the top one of certain countries are later. Oh my God, it's hard. But it's mostly, I'll give you this hint. It's all color cosmetics. MAC. Ding, 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 ding. Since you guessed MAC, I'm going to put it in. MAC is number eight on the list. Oh, Eight. Eight. And my clue for you was going to be, I said I would quit my job if this brand went out of business. (laughs) Can I get another hint? Yes. Okay. I'm going to give you a clue. What number do you want a clue for? We'll go 10. We'll go bottom up. The clue is, this is the brand who had a press trip when the first Dramageddon happened. The one with Jeffree Star versus Gabriel Zamora, Nikita Dragon, Laura Lee, and Manny MUA happened. Do you remember this? The four of them were on a press trip. Is it NARS? Wow, wow, wow. I am impressed. I am truly impressed with your knowledge. The uh, clues are really good. I hope you're pl- all playing along with us at home. Please do. Okay, so NARS is number 10 on the top 10 beauty brands in the United States in Q1. Okay, I think it's fun when you give the hints. So let's go nine. The clue is tinted moisturizer icon. Oh, Laura Mercier. Wow, I'm impressed that they're on. Like no shade, but like I am impressed. And there's growth there. They have gone up a spot. So they were at number 10. And now they're at number nine. NARS is the only brand in this list that wasn't on it for the previous quarter. So Q4 of 2020 and now is on at number 10. Can I just remind everybody what we're measuring here so that people aren't confused? This measures EMV, which is earned media value. So it's a metric that quantifies the estimated value of consumer engagement with digital earned media. So this is how many people are interacting with these brands online and whether or not they are posting about them, engaging with their content, or buying their products. Okay, seven. This is the only brand on the list that has fallen. They were at six and now they're at seven. 
And the clue is... I was, Kirby was, obsessed with the brow glue from this brand. Oh, NYX Cosmetics. Ding, 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 ding. Man, these are such good clues. NYX is always pretty much in the top 10 of these. They, they stay relevant. <laughs> they stay in people's mouths. Six. <laughs> this is so dumb. Okay, this is an audio clue from me. Oh, na, na. Fenty Beauty. Yeah! <laughs> With all of the global beauty reports, I'm pretty sure they were on almost every single one of them. Congrats to Riri. All right, number five. This one might be hard because it's not a very specific clue, but the clue is they just launched a new brand. Oh, Huda Beauty. Glowish, sorry. Huda launched Glowish, their new brand on Thursday, which was yesterday for us because we're recording on Friday. And she's number five, Huda Beauty number five in the top 10 beauty brands of this year. Wow. Not surprised to be completely honest. They were also number five in Q4 of 2020. Killing it. Here is an audio clue. Benefit. Yes! For Hula! Benefit has not moved either, and they are number four on this list. Wow. I know. As much as I love Benefit, little surprised. Little surprised. Little surprised. Also, all of these, I'm really surprised because I felt like we were not wearing as much makeup, but apparently we are as a world. As a planet, we are wearing makeup. This is the other thing about EMV too. They also talk about like, like this could include influencers. So like if there's paid advertising through influencers, obviously there's going to be more EMV value, right? So obviously Benefit's got that budget. They, they work with influencers a lot. Okay, number three, clue. This is a visual clue. And when you open it up, tell everybody what you see. Eyebrows. Okay. So what brand? Anastasia. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Anastasia, Beverly Hills. Some of these eyebrows are... Out of control? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I honestly feel like the hype around Anastasia has gone down. Remember they were launching a new palette like every week? It was truly out of control. And now I feel kind of like... They're taking a break. I don't even know what they've launched. Same. I remember brow freeze was like a big deal. Everyone was freaking out about that. But I kind of really just haven't heard much about them. It's been quiet for them, as Bella Hadid likes to say. All right. Number two and number one. Okay. These are visual clues. Are you ready for the visual clue? It's easy because you'll see. Okay. It is the top of a lipstick pen. Is that Morphe? Yep. Oh. Morphe number two. Oh, was this the uh, Charlie and Stixie Emilio collection? Yes. What was it called again? Morphe two. <laughs> oh, Morphe two. We're like, come on, girls. Let's, let's work on that a little bit. Okay. This is my magnum opus. This is my favorite clue. 
It is the it is the last clue, and it's the number one spot. I would make you guess without me telling you a clue, but I really just want you to um, guess these clues. So here we go. This is a visual clue. You need to look at these in order because there's two pictures. I am studying hard. Okay. It is Pocahontas. Pocahontas um, from the Disney movie. And NSYNC from Pop. Dirty Pop. I'm like thrown off. Okay, who did you think it was going to be at number one? I thought Mac was truly going to be at number one. Ooh, okay. Pocahontas and Dirty Pop. Okay, do you want a clue? Oh, oh, Colourpop? Yes. <laughs> so this is Pocahontas singing Colors of the Wind. Colors of the Wind. Ugh. And this is NSYNC singing Dirty Pop. Colourpop. You are so good. These clues are amazing. You should go into a profession where you make quizzes or clues. I do like escape rooms for a living. I'm like, I quit my job and now I just do escape rooms. That's it. Beauty escape room. So fun. Anyway, so ColourPop, man. It's it's that D to C affordability. But... We've got, okay, so let me just go down the list from top to bottom. Number one, Color Bop. Number two, Morphe. Number three, Anastasia Beverly Hills. Number four, Benefit. Number five, Huda Beauty. Number six, Fenty Beauty. Number seven, NYX Cosmetics. Number eight, MAC. Number nine, Laura Mercier. And number 10, NARS. And I think one of the most interesting takeaways from this report is that every single brand on this list, quarter over quarter and year over year, is actually down in EMV. So people are wearing makeup, but they're not wearing as much makeup as they used to. So you're, you're on the money, Sarah. Before we go, I did want to quiz you on some other countries because guess what? It's not just the United States, people. We have listeners from all over and we want to support. Who do you think the top brand was in the UK? It's on that list. Uh, NARS. Yes. That was the number one in the UK, NARS. Who do you think the top brand is in Japan? They are not on this list. Chanel? Close. Dior? Yep. Yep. Dior. I fancy myself Dior, so maybe I should move to Japan. Top brand in France is on this US list. Mac? No. Fenty? What? I know. I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised for France. For our Australian listeners, hello. No, that's that's British. Damn it. Guys, I'm never going to get it. I'm never going to get the good Australian accent. Can someone from Australia that listens to us please like send me a voice note and teach me how to do a proper Australian accent? Because all I can say is mate. Mate? Yeah, just say mate. Mate. Crocodile Dundee. I put some shrimp on the barb. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I'm really embarrassed. I apologize. Okay, top brand in Australia is on this list. Benefit. No. Mac. Damn. And then finally, for our lovely Canadian friends, A, this brand is on the US list. Mac? No. Anastasia. Anastasia. Okay. I know. Didn't see that coming. Same. Would not have, would have been the last one that I picked. Hard same. Wow. I am learning so much. Yeah, so we want to hear from you. Let us know where you're from and if you agree 
with this list or with the top brands we mentioned from other places. I'm really curious to know if this is accurate or not, because when it comes to earned media value and like social, it might not actually be reflective, you know, because the internet is not real life. So as we have discussed at length with tears involved on this particular episode, so <laughs> let us know what you think. And we hope you enjoyed our episode today. If you have been following us on social, you know that we have an amazing guest this Friday. Mariana Hewitt is on the pod and she was so good, y'all. It's such a good combo. We had a blast. It honestly just felt like a conversation. It didn't feel like we were like interviewing her. It was just our friend coming and talking about her life. And it was amazing. And I truly feel like, too, we all feel like we know her so well, whether or not you actually do, um, you know, just being like a follower. But I learned so much about her um, and she's just like such a joy to speak with. So I can't wait for everyone to listen to the episode. And you know what I also appreciated about her? She sounded excited because sometimes you get people on podcasts and it's like it's an audio medium. So you really need to amp up the energy and sometimes they're just, it's like, do you even want to be here? Like, we would rather not have someone that's, you know, bored to death, right? Totally. So you can feel the energy when she speaks. So we'll talk to you guys on Friday. Thank you always for the support and love. And we will talk to you then. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.